Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. I know you quote it. What does it mean? What does it mean? I should go and come. You see, we say things we never understand. If you don't have a lot of revelation about communion, it will become stale and no effect. Do you think it was for no reason Jesus said, drink, this is my blood that contains the New Testament? You think he just said it for nothing? No. Abel's blood contained vengeance. We saw it. Jesus' blood, it speaks better things. What are the better things? Don't look too far. He says, in my blood is the New Testament. What is the New Testament? When Cain sinned, the vengeance of God from the blood of Abel, dealt with Cain. When Jesus came, in Jeremiah 31, he said there's coming a time where your sins and your iniquities, he will remember them no more. So the blood of Jesus is speaking. Sins and iniquities, penalty, no more. So when you drink the communion, the blood, what you're trying to say, oh, Heavenly Father, I thank you that you don't put my sins, the sins of, you know, it reminds you of the freedom that you have been given because of the death of Jesus Christ. That is why you must push people to eat and drink and explain to them. Rather, if you have not, if you, are, if you haven't done this, if you didn't, if you insulted somebody, if you then don't eat, then they will dip me. It can be five years, ten years, they don't eat. Hey, he said, this is my flesh. I'm the bread that came from above. Anybody that eats will never die. Reason why there's so much sickness in the church. I'm telling you. Do you take communion yourself at home? There are a lot of people, they don't. Because they don't believe. They think they can't even prepare communion. They are not as holy as their pastor. Because they have not been taught about Ephesians 4.24. That they have been recreated after what? After God. In what? True? Yeah. So they don't know. So they think they are not holy. 
A lot of people think their pastors are more holy than them. No. We are of the same kind. Are you righteous at all? <laughs> okay. Beautiful. So you see the Keruks now? So do you agree with me? We don't have a lot of preachers. A designation. A preacher. And a businessman. Uh, you know, people say these things and you ask them, you look at their lives and they are not preaching anything. Go and listen to them. I'm saying, if you want to know the basis and the strength and the heaviness of a man of God, go and listen to the message on salvation. When you listen to the message of salvation, we cannot talk from there. I don't care who you are. If you don't have the message as a keruks, I don't care all the whatever. That's how now people, now there are a lot of preachers, they will tell you to get into some, the, some realms of the Holy Ghost. You must, you must fast like 160 days. You know, you must, you, must, you must pray continually seven hours a day for 70 days. Blah, blah. The Holy Ghost has ways of dealing with everyone. Have you forgotten we are under grace? don't need 170 days to enter into REM. I came from there. Can you, can you get this thing? Now, some people think when they preach this, they are preaching you know, commitment to prayer and whatever. You're actually preaching law. Because if I can't pray, I feel condemned. If I can't fast like that, I, I, I feel condemned. No. You see, the way people spend hours in the word before they go and preach, sometimes the maximum number of minutes is maybe two or three. <laughs> you can ask her. The rest is fellowship. I just look in there, read the view. Then the Holy Ghost, I know he wants me to. Because you see, I am not coming to preach with my intelligence. I came with him He's the word, he's the spirit of truth. He's the one who will guide me into all truth. So it is better to fellowship with him. I'm not saying don't study the word. There are half times I study. We are, we are, we are, you are under grace. Accept that truth. I'm building, I'm building a story. Don't worry. So forget about preacher. The story, the message is there. So you see people by the roadside with microphones and they call themselves preachers. Yet yeah, they are insulting. Get on with it. You're the Jimmy. What could do on branching? And now what Is that a preacher? Is that a preacher? Yet he labels himself as a preacher. So there are some people they know them. La pass. So some girls won't pass there. When I see these guys in town, and I look at their belt and their shoes, I wonder which God called them. And every day they are buying microphone. There is a message you must preach. The grace of Christ. Before I go back to Romans, look at Galatians 1.6. Look at what Paul said there. The gospel is also called the grace of Christ. King James. Look at it. I marvel that ye are, ye are so removed from him 
that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. So he's comparing gospel. So he's saying the gospel is called the grace of Christ. So you can't tell me you're a man of God, you don't preach Christ or grace. Now when they meet some of us who teach grace, they think, they say no, the way they are teaching, they will make people go and sin. Sin? Because somebody will go and sin and come and will tell them, look, tell the Lord you receive his forgiveness. And that's all. Don't worry about it. He said, really? How can you do that? Let him go and fast. So that God will have mercy. But I'm the one he had already shown mercy. He showed me mercy before he died. <laughs> can you see this? <laughs> Alright. Romans, um, I've been singing this song the whole day. Because I'm the one he showed me. He's not about to show me mercy. Please act, believe this. Accept it. I'm the one God showed mercy. Reason why I am called born again. Reason why. Okay. Romans 3. Eh? For no one can ever be made right with God by doing what the law commands. The law, this is the essence of the law. The law simply shows us how sinful we are. So the law does not, it just shows you how sinful you are. So that you can accept that I am sinful and turn to righteousness. That is all. That is all. Not so difficult. Can you see this? The law simply shows us how sinful we are. Oh, I love the word but. In other words, in contrast. But now, God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law. So there is a way. Do you know what the requirement of the law is? I must sacrifice animals before God will have mercy on me. I must obey every word that you know I must do this I must do this performance like today I must pray 160 hours a day I'm not saying praise prayer is not good pray pray mommy will be sitting down here and you will see everybody you see people pa, la, pa, la, pa. we pray we don't pray because we will enter into realm the day you became born again you were sitting in that realm for he raised us up together and made us sit together with him. You were sitting with power. That's where you came from. Remember I told you this during the love conference. You came from eternity. And you have been placed into time. And very soon you shall move back into eternity. This is me. This is you. The born again. Can you see this? Okay. But now God has shown us a way to be made right with him. So the whole thing about the law is how to be made right with God. The whole thing. Now let me just break it down for you. To be made right with God simply means that is why I get you go to church without a book, without a pen, without anything writing. And I just wonder. Because this is what you have been taught. You will never study. So you go home and you work in your own mindset of understanding of things. Then you realize that they don't work. Can you see this? And do you know why I say, can you see this? <laughs> and not, have you heard me? Don't you ask, one day ask, you say, ah, 
provide you say, can you see it? Or do you understand? Because you see, when the word of God comes, it gives light. When you catch the light, everything settles. Can you see this? As was promised in the writings of Moses and prophets long ago. Quickly. We are made right with God. Look at it. We are made what? Right with God. By That's all. There is nothing to be added. I put my faith in Jesus. I am made right with God. Now, let me help you to understand another meaning of to be made right with God. It means to be accepted. To be accepted. I'm telling you, there are a lot of believers who don't have the acceptability, the mindset of acceptance. Can I show you why? How? It's shown in the way you pray. You know, there are a lot of people who still pray with, maybe not you guys, but a lot of people who pray confessing their sins before anything. They tell you, ask for two things. Sins that you know you are aware of and sins you are not aware. Of all you know, you have stepped on an ant and killed the animal. Oh, you haven't heard that before? Yeah. As, so as you're coming to pray to God, ask for forgiveness so that if there's any stain on you, stain? Then, because they are quoting First John 1, 9, you know, for if you, if you confess our sins, he's faithful and well. Oh! But if we confess our sins to him, he's faithful and just to forgive us. Ladies and gentlemen, lift up. So, a prayer warrior. When your congregation say, is it a prayer you are making them raise? Ladies and gentlemen, sin can cause your prayer not to go up into heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, sin, and sin, and sin, now lift up your voice and begin to ask God for forgiveness of sins. For the Bible says, if we shall confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive. We are not afraid of your voice. We are not afraid of the voice. The people are, oh, Father, forgive me for what I did this week. <laughs> oh my. When we read the book of Timothy, it says, steady. If you have studied this one, you will know he's not talking about like the way the woman people go and confess their sins. The word is homologia. Two, two meanings. Saying the same thing as of another or acknowledging. So he says, if you acknowledge, if you acknowledge, go there. If you acknowledge what? Your sin. So, I'm supposed to live God's righteousness today. But, I went off. Okay? Because what is sin? Sin is breaking of a law. What law do you have today? The Old Testament? No. The law that is ascribed to you today is the law of the spirit of life. Which means, the law of God inside of you that is supposed to cause you to live right, you've went off. You've gone off. Hmm? So he says, if you acknowledge, please listen to this. If you don't understand, people will use this one. 
He said, if you acknowledge your sins, he is faithful. Already, he's ready. That's what he's already ready. So what do I do? I say, Heavenly Father, I acknowledge I did this. But thank you. I receive your forgiveness. I'm forgiven. In Jesus' name. Amen. It looks so simple, eh? So you tell me then tomorrow, you go and do it again and say it again. But he that is born of God cannot sin. Ah, but the person is sinning. The Bible says he cannot sin. For his seed is in him. Immediately, what do you do? You must introduce the person into the message of grace. Teach them about grace. They will turn their back on sin. You teach them law. Sin in their lives will be empowered. They will go an extra mile. You see, I keep telling you, the grace message doesn't make people sin. The grace message causes people to turn their backs against sin. This is what he's saying. This same grace, the same grace that gave you salvation, this same grace teaches you how to live each day. As you what? On what? On godliness. An indulgent lifestyle. And it equips us to live a self-controlled, upright, godly lives in this present age. That is what the grace message does. Some of you, you can attest how maybe before you used to get into certain, certain issues, acts. But the more you hear the grace message, you realize that the intensity reduces. Sometimes you don't even, it doesn't even run to your head. Because all you think about is how much God loves you. See, it runs through you. It helps you to turn your back. Imagine you are saying, this song is running to you and you have shown me mercy. You have shown me, I'm the one, oh Lord. You know, Charlie, you are empowered to turn your back on sin. Because grace will teach you. So there are other people who are battling with sin. We call it addiction. They have prayed. They have gone to places. They have done everything. But nothing is happening. You are not teaching grace. Teach them grace. Grace will teach them. You can teach them. Grace. Romans chapter 2 verse 4. Look at something here. He said, don't you know? It's the goodness of God. Oh, Just King James. Or despiseth thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long suffering not knowing that continue it is the goodness of God that leads people to repentance not the fear of hell can I tell you something the fear of hell doesn't change people it brings fear to them it's just a matter of time they will get used to Mary Magdalene came to Jesus they caught her in adultery but she saw the goodness of Christ she never went back into that. Because the goodness of God, when it runs after you, it will cause you to repent. Repent means 1080 degrees from what you used to do. So instead of rebuking people, instead of telling them, you don't go and preach to people and go and remind them of their sins. They are aware. Go and tell them what they don't know, the goodness of God. What is the goodness of God? That's what we are looking at. Go back to Romans 3. Oh, we are made right with God. 
by placing our faith. How difficult is this? How difficult is this? Place your faith in Christ and you have been made right with God. Now, people, including some of you, mama be here. You know you are born again. But as to whether you are righteous and you have right standing with God, you can know it theoretically. Practically, you might not have it. Do you treat God as your father? Do you know how some people treat God? I was explaining to how many of you like dogs? Okay. When you have a dog and you beat the dog severally, okay, for a long time. Now, when you are somewhere and the dog wants to play with you, he knows you are the owner. You give it food and water and shelter. It wants to come to you to play. But it gives you a very huge distance. Because he doesn't know what you do to it. So you will see it doing, and it will be rolling on the floor and do it like, I want to play. But I don't know what you do to me. That's how some people treat God. How do I know? Romans 8.15 Say ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. People ascribe fear of God in the negative sense, not in reverence. Look at it. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received what? The spirit of adoption, whereby ye cry, Abba, Father. You run to your father. Oh, Father. Oh, Father, this. Oh, Father, that. Oh, Father, this. You tell him. No. You're like, I don't know. Lord, please hear this prayer. Lord, sometimes you can say, Lord, I beg you. See, I'm telling you, you have not accepted you being made right with God. Your righteousness, you have not accepted it yet. How do you know God is your father? You must accept it that I am righteous. I am justified. And I have the spirit of adoption. This is the only time the Hebrew and the Greek were put together in ascribing who God is to us in the Old Testament. Abba here is the same as father. The word father here in the Greek is Patah. It's in the Greek. Abba is Hebrew. So for the first time, it is Hebrew stroke Greek. Which is together interpreted daddy, daddy. He said we cry, daddy. It tells you of a relationship. When I go to school, Joshua school to go and pick him, he runs to me and says, oh daddy. And he comes to hug me. Imagine that that morning I dealt with him. He's my son anyway. I'm going to pick him from school. But he will not run to me. I am still his father. But he doesn't have, you see, there's a spirit of bondage. So he will stay away from me. And he will walk, not knowing what I will do to him. Because in his mind, he thinks I might hurt him. I want to pick him from school today. I was looking for him. He said, Daddy! I was excited. I said, yes. I said, and I did this. I said, come. And he ran to me. This is what Jesus is looking for from you. You must see him as father. Because you don't have the spirit of bondage again to fear. Because in the Old Testament, they were under bondage of fear. They were afraid to go to him. They were afraid to talk to him. They were afraid. He said, Moses, go and hear it. Listen to him and come and tell us. They see the thunder, the lightning, and they are afraid. The spirit of bondage. So they see God as a stone cold judge 
who is holding some stick and waiting for some error, then he will strike them. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says, but we have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, daddy, daddy. You go to him and say, daddy, today my finances, it looks somewhere. Oh, daddy, father, you see, talk to him. Some of you talk to God like, like you're afraid. Say, Lord, I know, like Abraham prayed, Lord, I know men send father. Men so many women, I mean, I dang me Oh, he's my father. Do you know how I talk to him? Don't do things alone. You are not alone. Your spirit is what? Mingled with the Holy Ghost. He that is joined with the Lord is one spirit with him. Now, when people ask me, how are you? I say, we are fine. I'm being conscious about it. I want them to ask me a question. And I'll tell you, I'm a partner with the Holy Ghost. I can't say I am. Without him, I'm no one. I'm, I'm not saying do it, but that is me. This is how I want to live my life. I want to live the word. So he asked me, Charlie, how you they do? I said, Charlie, we did fine. He said, you then who? I said, me then the Holy Ghost. Stella, Stella. Yeah. Can you see this? Because the day you get married and you are working together and someone, oh, Charlie, how you do? So, oh, Charlie, we, we are fine. By God's grace, you know, because you now have a partner. And then, yes, sir. Yeah. The Holy Ghost is your partner. Recognize him like, like that. How are you? How are you doing? Say, we are excellent. <laughs> Listen, when you do this over and over, those of you that drive, don't ever sit in your car without saying, Holy Spirit, please, can you have a seat? Anytime I do that, when I get to a place where the traffic is heavy, some ways somehow, you look at like they are seeing something. They will ask me to come and pass. Police doesn't stop me. When the Holy Ghost is in your car, let them take away your engine. The car will move. Your fuel, you see, your fuel can be empty. The car will move because there's some, it's not me driving alone. I have a partner who is supernatural. God is literally sitting in my car. Don't live life alone. That's why you worry about your life. I, mean, I don't know why my life is like this. Because you are living alone. The day you realize you have, a, you have a partner, you take all the burden. The thing is realize. Realize. The reason why Jesus never bothered about anything in this life because he said, the words that you hear me speak, my father that liveth in me, John 14, 10, he doeth. I speak, he does the work. You speak, the Holy Ghost does the work. You speak, he does the work. Sometimes in your fellowship, you will not hear the Holy Ghost say anything. You won't hear him say, my son. Or you won't feel anything by his working. Only talk. Talk. That's fellowship. Talk. Koinonia. Talk. Say, Holy Spirit, how was your day today? Say, Holy Spirit, ah, I was watching this movie. You, I'm sure you saw it. I didn't want to watch, but yesterday I was supposed to read my Bible. He asked me to read something. And yesterday, if you followed my status, you realized I was putting some things there. He was giving me what to put there. Then I saw a pop-up on Facebook. So I went there to click and I saw a video. It was so interesting. Immediately my phone went off. <laughs> I, I understood. You, know, you are not supposed to be watching this. Then I turned it on the back and I went to the word of God and I started reading. Walk with the Holy Ghost like that. Okay? Yes, sir. All right. Go back. Hmm. 
I think I've been preaching for too long, isn't it? So how does one become right with God? I'm asking you. Say it, say it. By what? So when you go out there to go and preach them, it's not difficult. And you have to revi. Let them know that you are not you are not right with God. But there is a way to be made right with God. Only put your faith in Christ Jesus. You are made right with God. God sees you differently. No flaws. That's what it means. The reason why today when you preach about rapture and, and, and hell and heaven, Christians who, in, who sit in church, their heart is beating. Huh? Why is your heart beating? Because they don't think they are justified. They don't even know. They don't even know they are righteous. And this is true for everyone who the righteousness has nothing to do with your pedigree. It does not matter who you are, whether you are a chief sinner or whatever. It does not matter who you are. All you need to do is to put your faith in Jesus Christ. And you are made right with God. That's all. Somebody say, I'm made right with God. By my faith in Jesus. Say it like you believe it. Say, I'll be made right with God. By my faith in Jesus. Say, I am righteous. In Christ Jesus. Say, I am justified. In the name of Jesus. He said, no matter who we are, Go on. For everyone has sinned. This scripture is what they take out of context. Now, when you take the corn, when you take the text out of the corn, you know what corn means, right? The thing is context. So don't take the text from the corn. Context. You'll be left with corn. So before you read this one, look at what you just read. It does not matter who you are. You can be made right with God when you put your faith in Christ. But then he's just telling you something. That for all have, for everyone has sinned, we fall short of God's glorious standard. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-LJedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny-LJedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel-Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, contact services on plus two three three five four seven two two one seven seven three or plus two three three five zero four three two eight nine five nine for any inquiries so many people are listening to prophet daniel jedu's podcast on podbean and many have received testimonies by listening we want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com you were made to from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world you are blessed